It's story time by our favorite English author Enid Blyton, The Magical Adventures of the Wishing Chair, Chapter Sixteen, The Silly Boy. The children were cross because mother had said that the painters were to paint the walls of the playroom and mend a window, and this meant they couldn't play there for some time. Their playroom was built right at the bottom of the garden, and it was quite safe for their friend Chinky the pixie to live there, for no one ever went to the garden playroom except themselves. But now the painters would be there for a week. How tiresome! It's a good thing. It's summertime, Chinky, so that you can live in the garden for a bit," said Molly. "Oh, don't worry about me," said Chinky. "I've a nice, cozy place in the hollow of an oak tree. It's the chair I'm thinking about. Where shall we keep that? We can't have it flying about whilst the painters are there. We'd better put it in the box room indoors," said Peter. "That room's just been repainted, so I don't expect Mother or anyone will think it must be turned out just yet. It won't be safe there." So when no one was looking, Peter and Molly carried the wishing chair up to the box room and stood it safely in a corner. They shut the window up tightly so that it couldn't fly out of its wings. If its wings grew suddenly. They couldn't have Chinky to play with them in the house because he didn't want anyone to know about him. So they asked Thomas, the little boy over the road, to come and play soldiers on a rainy afternoon. They didn't like him very much, but he was better than nobody. Thomas came. He soon got tired of playing soldiers. He began turning head over heels down the nursery floor. He could do it very well. I can make awful faces too," he said to Molly and Peter, and he began to pull such dreadful faces that the two children gazed at him in surprise and horror. Our mother says that if you pull faces and the wind happens to change, you might get stuck like that," said Molly. "Do stop it, Thomas," but Thomas wouldn't. He wrinkled up his nose and his forehead and blew out his cheeks. And do you know the wind changed that very minute? And poor Thomas couldn't get his face right again. He tried and he tried, but he couldn't. It was dreadful. Whatever was he to do? Oh, Thomas, the wind changed. I saw the weathercock swing round that very moment. Cried Molly. I did warn you. I do think you're silly. He can't go home like that," said Peter. "Let's wash his face in hot water. Then perhaps it will go right again." So they washed Thomas' faces well, but it was as bad as ever when they had finished. Screwed up nose and forehead and blown out cheeks. Oh dear! Do you suppose Chinky would know what to do?" said Peter at last. "Who's Chinky?" asked Thomas. Never you mind," said Molly. "Peter, go and find Chinky and see what he says. I'll stay here with Thomas. He mustn't go out of the nursery because if he meets Mother or Jane, they will think he's making faces at them and will be ever so cross." Peter ran downstairs. He went into the garden and whistled a little tune that Chinky had taught him. He had to whistle this whenever he wanted the pixie. Chinky whistled back. Peter saw him under a big hawthorn bush, mending a hole in his coat. 
What's up? asked Chinky, sewing away. We've got a boy in our nursery who's been making dreadful faces, exclaimed Peter. And the wind changed just as he was making a specially horrible one, and now he can't get his face right again. So Molly sent me to ask you if you could do anything to help. A boy as silly as that doesn't deserve help, said Chinky. Breaking off his cotton and threading his needle again, you go and tell him so. Oh no, Chinky! We really must help him," said Peter. His mother may think we made his face like that, and we'll get into trouble. You don't want us to be sent to bed for a week, do you? No, I don't," said Chinky, putting on his coat. "I'll help you because you're my friends. There's only one thing to be done for a person who's been making faces when the wind changed. What's that?" asked Peter. "You've got to get a bit of the wind that blew just then and puff it into his face," said Chinky. "Then he'll be all right. But it's dreadfully difficult to get a bit of the same wind." "How can we?" asked Peter in dismay. We'd better go in the wishing chair to the windy wizard," said Chinky. "He knows all the ins and outs of every wind that blows. I've seen the old wishing chair looking out of the window this afternoon, trying to get out. So I'm sure it's grown its wings again. Go and see, and if it has, tell Molly and we'll go and get help from the old wizard." Oh, thank you, Chinky," said Peter, and he ran indoors. He whispered to Molly all that Chinky had said. "I think the chair must have grown its wings," Molly said, "because there have been such queer sounds going on in the box room this afternoon. You know, knockings and bumping. I expect it's the chair trying to get up." I'll go and see," said Peter. He ran up the topmost flight of stairs and opened the box room door. The wishing chair was standing by it. Ready to fly out, but Peter caught hold of it just as it was slipping out of the door. Now just wait a minute, he said. But the chair wouldn't. It forced its way past Peter, and the little boy jumped into it. Go to Chinky, he called, hoping that the chair wouldn't meet anyone on the way. The chair flew down the stairs and out into the garden. It went to where Chinky was standing by the hawthorn bush. It was flapping its red wings madly, and Chinky jumped into it at once. To the windy wizards, he shouted. I say, Peter, isn't it in a hurry? It must have got tired of being shut up in the box room. Molly was looking out of the window. She had heard the chair flying downstairs. She saw it up in the air, carrying Peter and Chinky, and she wished. She were in it too. Someone's got to stay with Thomas, though. She thought to herself, he'd only run home or go and find our mother or something. If we left him quite alone, what an ugly face he has now! I do hope Peter and Chinky find something to put it right. End of chapter.